This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi to connect with other women who may need someone to talk to around everyday life issues and challenges, from managing career and household to inner productivity, relationships, and other hot topics. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi. podcast featuring hot topics and other topics of obviously of interest to men and women alike. We feature guests who share their passion and their commitment to their profession, their talents, or whatever it is that they would like to uh, build up in terms of, um, you know, what, what their life calling is all about. So here at Samutsari, we share stories to inspire you, stories from ordinary people who make extraordinary things. And today's episode or interview I have a special guest all the way from New Zealand. We're well in New Zealand, so we are miles and miles apart. And his name is Noel Bautista. Hello, Noel, and welcome to Samutsari. Hi, Mimi. Thank you for having me. And thank you for, thanks to all your listeners for listening in. And kumusta kayong lahat? That's right. So, you know, Noel, the nice thing about our podcast is the primary audience are Filipinos all over the world. So it could be good day, good afternoon, good night, wherever they are. Um, I'm very yes, proud yes. to be a part Global. of the Gorilla Podcast Network because they're the ones responsible for um, spreading the word about all the positive messages and all the important um, podcasts That's as great. part of the network. So, That's great. So maybe people are wondering why did I invite you? So I think the, the first thing that we have to do is um, get to know you a little bit more. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Noel? Maybe start by just a brief description of who Noel is before New Zealand and who Noel now is in New Zealand. Because you've been in New Zealand for more than seven, eight, nine, ten years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So just <laughs> okay. give us an idea of who you are and what makes you uh, my special guest for today. Thank you, Mimi. First, I'd like to thank you uh, modest, modestly. Uh, I'd like to thank you on behalf of all the Filipinos here in New Zealand. I like to think that I represent all of them, if not most of them. But you know, talking about what you just asked me to 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 narrate or describe, I've been here around 10, 11 years, and uh, I started out as an OFW 
in New Zealand and uh, you see there's a very specific cross-section or uh, demographic of Filipinos here in New Zealand much like the Filipinos in Australia you know uh, as opposed to other races or other migrants here uh, we're all skilled and I, I guess you know that very well I'm just saying this for your for our audience now ang karamihan naman ng mga Filipino rito kung hindi allied medical workers as in nurses you know physical therapists uh phlebotomists even doctors yeah we are in the building industry yeah if and, and if we're not in the building industry as you might guess we're in IT yes mm. Jarvis I'm sure uh your Mr. Husband is, is very well acquainted with this. We, we fill very specific gaps in uh, the labor market of New Zealand. Mayon, ako naman, I noticed that there, there are two faces of the Filipino community here in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. One face is that of the permanent resident, you know, permanent resident slash citizen. Ito yung mga nakapag-establish na rito sa New Zealand. Yeah. Now, they've stayed here. They've found a way to to establish a foothold here. Kumbaga, uh, na alam na nila yung gagawin nila, natanggap na sila rito sa New Zealand, ginawa na silang kapamilya ng New Zealand. Now, uh-huh. the other half, the other half is the more transient side of the Filipino community. And, alam nito, ito yung mga labas-pasok ng mga migrants na can't call them migrants, but they are migrant laborers. Mm-hmm. Now the term used here, yeah, the term used here is guest workers. You know, guest, guest workers. workers. Oh, okay, this is the first time I've so heard about in, that. <laughs> and that. That's what they're called here because they're they're, they're guests, but they're also workers. See? Right. Okay. Uh, pero sa atin, alam very popular OFWs. Of no? course, so they and don't have any intentions as, of staying there. They just want well, to work well, there. Well, yeah, that that is probably in the distant future, you know, if, if they are invited or if they find a visa, a so-called visa pathway, no, uh, to, towards staying here. So, yun na two faces of the the Filipino community here in New Zealand. Those two worlds sometimes they overlap. Sometimes uh, in church, you know, in civic groups, community, especially in sports. As mm-hmm. you know very well, they, they they overlap, they interact, but not all the time. So, ako naman, ang ginagawa ko, uh, I have a blog, I write a blog, and this is like the bridge between those two communities. Okay. Uh, okay, Noel, I've picked up a lot of uh, things that you've said, which I'd like to tease out a little bit. Okay, so let's start okay. first with... Obviously, our topic is about um, what are the current things that are happening in New Zealand now. And I want to uh, put that back into perspective in terms of you moving to New Zealand because a lot of people are probably still not as aware of New Zealand as a place where you can really um, you know, build a new life because majority of the people are still looking for bigger countries like the UK, the US, and obviously yeah. Australia is... Um, a part of the wish list of places where they want to go and Tama. potentially mm-hmm. go uh, go there as a permanent mm-hmm. resident or as a citizen eventually. In your personal experience, what made you decide that New Zealand is probably a very good transition point to build a new life from way back 10 years ago? Because I will anchor that into 
another question which has something to do with the current <laughs> Filipinos now. But in your case, what was your main motivation for uprooting your family and moving overseas? I, I have a personal backstory to say. My, my brother had been here, established a football called Nakarating na siya in the 90s. Okay, so, so you have links or yes. connections or ties to the country. Yes, yeah. I, I, I had I had a family I had a family linkage. Ngayon, dumalaw kami sa kanya dito. That, that was uh, middle 2000s, noughties. Tapos sabi niya, ano bang yaga mo sa Pilipinas? Sabi niya, uh, if, if, it's, if it's not uh, the most lucrative situation that there is, why don't you try out here? So, so one thing led to another. Na nakapag temporary visa ko and the rest is history. Yes. Stay now. So, so lucky so, you have the ties. My case, correct. My case is a bit. It's not typical. Na kaya lang, What is typical is if you can find a job mm. that that as you know the locals or New Zealanders aren't particularly interested in, and you get you know you grasp on grasp that and you don't let go and you upskill eventually you'll find a way to stay here yes yes i agree because noel believe it or not until now i get those random messages on facebook i get a random email every so often asking me ma'am i want to know how to go to new zealand what do i need to do to move to new zealand Perfect. so people think it's as easy as you know just quitting your job in the philippines <laughs> Off you go. Correct. So, um, it's not. As you know, it's not. Mm-hmm. I know. So I want you to explain to our listeners today what are the newer requirements because I'm pretty sure from five years ago. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Things have changed drastically. It's very fluid. Uh, yes. So what, what, is your, um, what is your knowledge at the moment in terms of the jobs that are um, available or lucrative? And are there changes to the migration policy that you are aware of? Okay. So guys, we're not talking about this because Noel and I know a lot about New Zealand immigration. But because we have personal experience of going through that. Correct. We're just sharing with you. Uh, so that's a disclaimer because people might think yeah. we are, um, you know, certified immigration. Or consultant. Hindi po. That's that's all medyo anecdotal. Yung yes. Okay. Yung experience namin. Of course. Of course. Pero, yeah. uh, uh, what the Filipinos enjoy, no? I'll, I'll stick to what I know, obviously. Uh, what Filipinos enjoy here in the in New Zealand is we have the benefit of standing on the shoulders of those who came before us. Nakabayan natin. A specific industry is the dairy industry. I don't have numbers with me now, Mimi, pero Kiwis don't like to work in the dairy industry anymore. They would rather work in retail. Yeah. They would rather work in the traditional trades. Mm-hmm. That's very well not. For the, for the benefit of our tagapakinig, no, ang mga trades, yung mga salpentero, mekaniko, plumber, mason, yun ang, yun ang mga specific trades na you pass an apprenticeship, tapos magiging master of whatever ka na, and then eventually 
hindi ka ma-master of whatever uh, trade. In the Philippines, vocational. You know? Nothing yeah. to be ashamed of. Anyway, yeah. going back to what I said. Because Filipinos are hardworking, they speak English better than the average migrant worker, no mentioning of any races. Yeah. No? And because we're team players, we are we are accepted as migrant workers almost as a rule. Now to make it easier for us, no, like for example in the dairy industry, there are quotas reserved for Filipinos. Mm-hmm. It might be hard to believe, pero meron talaga mga mga there so there so called visa pathways reserved for us because because we have proven ourselves. But it's yeah. not just in the dairy industry. Yep. So book uh, now uh, mga Pinoy. Like they know that uh, they can rely on Filipinos. Yeah. So which brings me to another point, Noel, because now that we have that reputation, now that we have that trust, now that we know that uh, Kiwis really prefer Filipinos because they can depend on them, um, I really feel bad when I hear certain sad stories or negative stories because you said you, we are anchoring our our name from the people that have been there before us. So what can right. you say if there are still some Pasaway Filipinos who, so, who have not yet gotten rid of their previous attitudes and mentalities and are not you Bad know habits. psychologically ready to change their mindset to right. work in a foreign land what can you say about that ang, ang nangyayari diyan is yung mga yung mga typical Filipino bad habits natin na yung mga kung pwedeng makalusot ilulusot iba yung mga finding back doors you know and uh, typical uh, as, as you may know you know very well because you have also stayed here longer than I have, alam mo naman, these things just don't work, especially in the Commonwealth countries like Australia, Canada. Hindi, hindi talaga, hindi talaga umuubrayan. Wala, hindi talaga umuubrayan sa mga bansang, bansang tulad ng New Zealand. Ang, ang nangyari yan, it's the system. It's the system that weeds out, that, that weeds out those anomalies na may mga taong akala nila. You might be able to escape with one or two you know, right. cases na nakalusot ka, but you can't do it all the time. Mm. I'm sad to say that in the dairy industry, there was a recruiter, sad to say, kabayan, na marami siyang, marami siyang naipa, naipasok dito sa New Zealand yeah. as worker. Kaya lang, she was using dodgy documentation. Eventually, she was found out. I don't know if you've heard of or that case, but so many people were affected because even though they did nothing wrong, even yeah. though even though they had the qualification, the documentation was faulty. That's right. And buti na lang, buti na lang. I think this will be a partial answer to your question. In cases like these, nagbibigay ng forgiveness for lack of a better term. The New Zealand government forgives forgives these cases when parang uh, parang the Filipino workers were unwitting. Un- mm-hmm. un- in their being part of this. That's right. Yeah. I, I want to answer your question. What What do we do when we have kabayan who cannot who cannot? That's right. What do we do? That's the question. Yeah. What, what do we do? Nasagot yan gigisa lang the system. It, it's in the system of it, it. It's not perfect. You know. You know very well. It's not a perfect system. There, there, there are. Uh, it's faulty. Pero yeah. as a rule. It will weed out those who are fraud, who are fraud, and who want to use shortcuts and 
wala yun pag, mm. pag may sumabit wala na na nila yun that's right so, rule, I can tell you naman I can tell you the Filipinos yun, yun ang phenomena ng Filipino eh sa labas ng, ng Pilipinas Filipinos follow the law that's alam mo ba yun I know Noel because that's part of um you know when when you leave your country for various reasons personal reasons professional reasons um mm-hmm. there's that Filipino mentality as well that I have to survive in this new environment so I have to Correct. be more matino and I have to change <laughs> Correct. you know I have to survive so that means part of me will have to kind of shift my um my level of thinking Paradigm for example yes, yes. for example if even if you are a nurse you don't start as a nurse straight away sometimes you do Correct. those odd jobs or sometimes you are, are in a um, lower lower level like a pca the personal care assistant and then you yes, get local yes, qualifications yes. before you become a real nurse in new bridging or um, a bridging course that's right so um in a way i can you say that the this kind of trend has been consistent over the years or has it changed now? Absolutely. I can tell you that there, there are Filipinos, ayun na naman tayo, no? Ayoko naman sabihin na nagbubuhat tayo ng bangko, no? Pero we are resilient, you know? Mm. We make do. We are a make, we are a make do uh, people. It, mm. who, if, if we often enter situations that aren't ideal. Like, for example, we like to think of ourselves as above average English speakers. But you know very well, the Kiwi English is a different banana altogether. So, if you go nurse, you're a board passer. You speak English reasonably well. If you go there, you're going to English. But you make do, right? You make do. They might be able to understand you, but you don't understand everything they say. But yes, this is a this is a common migrant experience of Filipinos everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, are you saying that the um, workforce base or the Filipinos that have consistently entered the country and have settled them have grown over the years? So, has it stabilized now? Because New Zealand probably has had the quota na, or they already have the number of people that they need to serve the different industries where those skills are required. What can you say about that situation at the moment? Ganito masasabi ko, Mimi, no? There are, I think, around 20, uh, it's a ballpark figure, around 20,000, 20,000 uh, Filipino work visa holders in various industries dito uh, sa New Zealand. Uh, the the phenomena of the New Zealand labor market is that it ha- it will always have unemployment and underemployment, right? that, that that's that's part and parcel of the reality of New Zealand. Ang problema, mm. uh, the New Zealand will always need migrant labor because it is willing to work for rates below that New Zealanders. Uh, will 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 accept. Mm-hmm. So, yes. in other words, businessmen will always um, find the lowest level, and, and it doesn't have to be any particular industry. It's in many many industries, and it's, it affects not just in its favors, not just Filipino migrant workers. Latian, 
Mm. Ang lahat ng nanggagaling sa South Asia, nanggagaling sa Third World, anywhere. So in answer to your question, business will always be wanted here. As scaffolders, you know, as builders, as uh, like like we said nga, kanina, uh, pay workers, you know, in the South Island, Filipino, Filipinos are running dairy dairy mm. farms. <laughs> the dairy industry is dominated by Filipino workers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you will find story after story of dairy owners saying, "My dairy farm will not will not operate. It will not function without these workers." Yeah. Ang problema, immigration New Zealand, you know, politically and economically, they they have to set what you call remuneration bans yeah. para para ma-justify na lang kanilang to maintain you know the, their their migrant numbers well if you're earning below this number how can we justify giving you a work visa mm. you're, you're earning below the median wage tapos hindi yung like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now mm. below diba hindi naman below minimum pero below the median but still not the, the, the average pay yeah. correct but Tapos you know Filipinos will um will will take it <laughs> because that's that's still even higher than what they would have earned correct. back home correct so like, like you said like, they will it, just you know take whatever they can take yes it's a it's a it's really it's really supply and demand diba yeah kung kung yun ang ino-offer na wage tatanggapin ko yan because I have to work, and of yeah. course, we ha- we have to we have to admit, Mimi. At the end of the day, there is still that carrot hanging, diba? At the at the end of the string, saying, "Malemo, malaking oh. panahon president." That's if right. Wait, There's always a possibility. If you wait yeah. long, if you wait hard enough, if you're yeah. diligent in your work, there's yep. always that, which is unfortunately not that. Uh, it's becoming harder and harder. Okay, not, so it's not you, as you, easy. Yeah, so you mentioned that as one of the greatest challenges, you know, the pay, but still a little bit better. What other challenges can you pick up or identify that you can share that the Filipinos in New Zealand are currently, you know, facing at this current political, social, economic climate? Aside from the well, wages aspect. If you if if you remember the time you were you were still in New Zealand, maybe before before you re migrated. For, uh, re-migrated, yeah. Australia, uh, <laughs> re-migrated. It, it, it's that every time the election election period uh, comes around, or every time the election season comes around, they, they always have to say certain things, like, uh, okay, we will keep migrant numbers down, okay, uh, we will give more jobs to, to New Zealand. It's the same. It, it, it just repeats. It's a cycle that repeats itself. Every every election season, it becomes harder to justify same migrant numbers. Because nga, bumababa yung mga bumababa yung mga job numbers, bumababa, umaakit ang mga unemployment numbers. And mm. of course, as you very well know, the coronavirus has not helped any. You know, mm. we're, we're looking at an all-time high now of probably 10 to 12 percent unemployment, which is wow. Well, if, if you think about it. 4 million or force of 2 million you just do the numbers yeah. it's it's really nakakatakot because you're such a small country but imagine magnify that five times here the unemployment numbers because we're a bigger country we're a continent in itself Correct. 
And Correct. New Zealand's population is just a population of Melbourne, five million. Correct. So okay, imagine uh, Melbourne uh, doing having this uh, problem at the uh, moment. But, I feel you, my but, brother. Uh, <laughs> Correct. I, I absolutely agree with. Kaya ang nakakatawa yan. Yung yung paradox. So I use uh, a term like paradox. Napaka ano naman no? I, 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 very odd term. And the paradox is in Australia as well as in New Zealand. Businessman, business will always absorb migrant workers. Hindi, That's right. Hindi mo awalayan kasi nga because it's a supply and, and demand issue. That the minimum the minimum wage is eighteen dollars. White, sorry, the white guy says I'm not gonna take eighteen dollars. I I can I can work in the mall for twenty dollars. Okay? Yeah. Here comes yeah. Pinoy. Here comes one day. Let's tatanggapin ko po yan. Eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Walang problema yeah. po sa akin. That's what, right. What will the business do? That is the paradox. There will always be a place for Filipino migrants. That's right. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and we have natural advantages like I said earlier. Dahil then, marunong nga tayo mag-ingis. Mm. Marunong tayo makisama. Hindi tayo mayabang. No? Mm-hmm. Well, that's why. So we are still the preferred mayabang. candidate. <laughs> yes, we are, we are the preferred candidate. Yeah. yeah. So, yun ang mga, ang mga challenges lang natin. Yung... Paminsan-minsan, they, they, they have to adjust so-called numbers mm. every time the election. Pero cyclical lang yun. You mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Noel, just linking that into um, your blogging and, um, yeah. you know, your your concern for the Pilip- Filipinos. What makes you really interested in this topic about immigration, migration, Filipinos settling in, in New Zealand? And I, I read your blogs. Um and I really feel that the the words and the content and everything is so relatable. So can you give our listeners an idea of why this is such an important topic for you and why you are passionate about that? Okay. Ganito kasi yun. It took me a really, a really, really long time to get, you know, to to gain a foothold. Maka-apak, maka-foothold maka, maka lang ako sa, sa pagiging resident resident in New Zealand and I really feel it every time I see someone uh, who, who who tries to dream the migrant dream. Ngayon, kung may nakikita akong tao na nasisirahan ng loob, I feel it's part of my it's part of my duty to share with him my experience. Dahil, dahil alam mo, every like as you know very well, not every Filipino's experience papuntang permanent residence unique yan eh that unique yan dahil some may have gone here ahead you know uh, i was part of the wave of i lived with a group of 60 60 filipino linemen if you remember the downer yes, the yes, downer yes, group dumating sila dito ano lang sila placement agency lang sila they came from all over the world pasok sila dito so na realize ki mga kwento na led the different back story. So that led me to my blog. Sabi ko, I, w- I wish I could I could um I could tell people about about how migrant life here uh, from the ground from ground zero mm. here in here. And, and as, like I told you nga, there, there are two very distinct parts of the Pinoy community here mm-hmm. in Kasi kasi there are these people who are here. Okay, na sila wala na ako ng problema. Yeah. And then there are these people who are very transitory. 
if I'm if I'm here next year, same time next year, I'll consider it be myself to be a very lucky person. Mm. And that's how my blood was born. Yeah. Just plugging yeah. it. Yeah, W Y L B Noel dot WordPress dot com. And future <laughs> in the near future that might be transformed into a podcast. The next time, yes. you never know. Yes, with you inspiration and guidance from Miss Miss Mimi Rohalari, uh, Gorilla, <laughs> Net, Gorilla okay. Podcast Network. Yes, oh we will do our training sessions and everything else offline, Noel. So, um, oh, thank you, thank you. And, and you know, the podcast episodes don't run forever, so I think I I will have to end our, our session now, our uh, show now. But uh, for my last question, Noel, what do you advise? Other people who may be listening to us, it could be in the Philippines, it could be somewhere else not in the Philippines, who are still dreaming of a potential life in New Zealand because they don't want to visit New Zealand just for the heck of visiting it. They really want to migrate there. What what ca- advice can you give them? Oh, no. as, as always, I, I'll be basing my uh, impromptu advice on my own experience. And my own experience is Kung gusto mo kung gusto mong sumubok no pagiging migrante sa isang bansang tulad ni New Zealand it's this don't stop learning don't 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 stop learning don't be afraid to learn new things because ako no like probably like you white collar ako eh Philippines pero nandito sinubukan ko maging factory worker sinubukan yeah. ko maging miller i worked in a flour mill and and that's and that's how i got lucky second thing don't be afraid to learn and don't be afraid to upskill. Don't be afraid. You're asked to volunteer for for to learn other things, lateral lateral development. Tandapin mo. Huwag kang matakot na mag-admin. Huwag kang matakot. Kung nasa production ka, huwag kang matakot ng packing. Dito, there is a health and safety industry. People become health and safety auditors. Dito kasi alam niyo naman ang health and safety culture. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, just to summarize, don't be afraid to learn new things and don't be afraid to. So in other words, we have to be versatile and we should not be stuck with yeah. what we know because yes. uh, you, you know, like I said, it's a survival instinct. Also, you'll Correct. do anything and everything. Pinoy, no? Yeah. Mm. Maparaan yan at twenties, at thirties, at forties. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But fifties, then you forty. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that because that's our age bracket now. So we have to be, um, you know, in line with the whatever it is that's current in society. So if 40 is the new 50, I'll go with that. <laughs> okay, very well said. Thank you. Thank you very much for um, coming today. So guys, if you have any stories or topics that you wish to feature in the show, Please reach out to me via email at mimi at dinosocial.com. Samutsari is a member of the Gorilla Podcast. You can reach out to me by my Facebook page, my Twitter account, and of course, through YouTube channel. Noel, it's been a pleasure. Um, hopefully, there pleasure will be a mine. part two. Hopefully, there will be a part two or part three if, if our, you know, our schedules allow us to come together again. Um, always here. Always here. Yes, and I'm looking forward to uh, reading more of your blogs and hopefully uh, listening to your podcast. So, well, bye for now. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. uh, Thank you to all your listeners. Thank you. And this is Mimi saying goodbye. See you next time for the next edition of Stuff Inside. Bye, everyone.
If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out www.guerillapodcast.com.au or guerillapodcast.com.ph. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com